Would have been too good to be true, right? Too good to be true. Tough loss. The magic fall to the Philadelphia 76ers, 105-94. The things that I normally like to look at, ladies and gentlemen, are good, right? We won the points in the paint, 46-35. to We won the boards, 46-43. to But it was not enough to overcome a horrible shooting night. And I'm talking bad. Like Adam's Family Reboot Bad, that that Wednesday show. Yeah, that show sucks. I'm sorry. You can't talk me out of it. That bad. 37.5% from the field. 15. 15.4% from beyond the arc. Yeah. You hold Philadelphia to 105 points, and you're thinking to yourself, we won the game. You know, we won the points in the paint. We won the boards. We hold Philadelphia to 105 points. We win the game, right? No. No, we don't win the game. <laughs> we don't win the game. Uh, what are you going to do? You got to chalk it up. Your team's going to have one of these from time to time. And tonight was our night. Hey, bright side, we split with Philadelphia. That's good news coming out of these. And. We just got to move on to the next on Friday. That's the mentality we're hoping the guys can have. Uh, I'm going to have some silver lining here in just a moment, but let, let's talk about some of the things that didn't go well. Uh, it's predictable to say, but our two best players, Paulo and Franz, had off nights. 13 points from both of those guys. Paulo, 5 of 18 from the field. 0 of 6 from beyond the arc. Franz, 6 of 15 from the field. 1 of 7 from beyond the arc. That's the story of the entire team, except Jalen Suggs, who we're going to talk about in just a moment. But Wendell Carter did not look himself at all. You know, he he came up a little gimpy in that last game, and I thought, oh, no, there, it looks like there's something with the foot there, and we saw him as questionable with the plantar fasciitis. He did play tonight. Kudos to you, Wendell. Tough young man getting after it. But you could tell, especially early on, he was not himself. He came back with a better effort in the second half, but ending with nine points, 13 boards is solid, but it just we didn't have that presence inside, and unfortunately, Moritz didn't have it tonight like he did in the past game. So we didn't have enough from the center position tonight. Didn't work out our way. Um, I don't know about challenging the out-of-bounds call. What, what do you think about that? I mean... I, I tend to be of the camp of your challenge has to take off points from the board. If you're going to challenge, since we only get one in the NBA, which needs to be revised, in my opinion, you should at least get a couple, especially if you get the first one right, maybe you get a second. I understand you don't want to slow down the game too much, so you can't have unlimited challenges necessarily. But I don't know. I, it was a little bit of a momentum shift. Maybe Mosley was hoping to ca- uh, capture that. However, we won the challenge, and then go down the other end, and Paulo misses at the rim. And they come back. I think they hit a three. So that challenge didn't really help us at all. I think we got to save those challenges to take points off the board. I used to like Montrez Harrell. I used to think, you know, that's a player I would like on the Magic. Just a tenacious guy getting after it. He's got that dog in him. I don't know. Maybe more like Puppy now. He just he seemed to have lost a step, and with a guy like that who's a hustle guy, it, he can't shoot. I don't really know. 
And I'm not really sure about this Philadelphia 76ers team. Philadelphia 76ers fans, if you're watching this, let us know in the comments. I mean, our strategy tonight was very clearly, let's take the ball out of Joel Embiid's hands. <laughs> there were times where we were triple, quadruple teaming the man. And to be fair, James Harden did his thing. Almost a triple-double from James Harden tonight. He had, where is he? Where is he? There you are. 26 points, 10 assists, 9 boards. So we challenged the rest of the Philadelphia 76ers team to beat us, and James Harden answered the bell. But there weren't a lot of other guys that did. I mean, Tobias Harris had a pretty good night, 16 points, but isn't he making like $45 million a year? Eh. And and where's where's the depth? Back to the Montrez Harrell thing. That's your big one of your bigs coming off the bench, getting ten minutes, an undersized center who can't shoot. They got twenty uh twenty eight points from their bench ish, thirty points. I know the rotation's gonna be much smaller in the playoffs, but they're already starting DeAndre Mellon. DeAnthony Mellon, I'm sorry about that. So I don't know. I've got Embiid. I got money on Embiid for the MVP. So don't get me wrong, Sixers fans. I like me some Embiid. He is a transcendent player. And James Harden, you know, he had an off night first game. Saw some good things tonight. But I don't know. I don't know about their depth. I definitely like our bench against theirs. And our bench just didn't do enough tonight. You know, again, we talked about Moritz. Didn't have it. Cole Anthony, 11 points on 2 of 7. That's not going to get it done. That's this kind of roller coaster Cole we've been on. You know, roller coaster Cole. We want that consistency. We want him attacking the basket more. And I wanted everyone attacking the basket more. Didn't you? Why did it look like, again, we were chasing threes, desperation threes, when we were down by nine with four minutes to go? It looked like our guys were only looking for three-point shots. Let's get to the let's get to the rack, gentlemen. That's our strength. Let's get to the line. Weren't doing it. It seems like the alarm bells went off a little too early. We started scrambling a little too early. Almost the opposite of the pass game. Down the stretch, Philly was making bad uh, turnovers, missing free throws, getting bad shots, and that was us tonight. At the end, we were turning over the ball. We weren't getting our high percentage shots. We continued to shoot threes for some reason when we were shooting, what was it, 15% from three. It it just it, it wasn't our night. It wasn't our night. Um, but let's talk about some Jalen Suggs, shall we? Some Jalen Suggs. I mean, I'll be the first to say there, I've had some hesitation, some concerns about Jalen Suggs, especially last year. You just look at the motor on this young man and he plays so hard and he goes to the rack so hard, especially last year that I worried about his durability and that kind of showed out. I mean, he didn't, he lost his off season this year. He's played less than a full season of games, though. So we have to take his progress with a grain of salt. He hasn't had an offseason. He's pretty much like a, a still a rookie. He's almost like a redshirt rookie. right? If we look at his last 10 games, he's doing pretty damn well. I mean, he's shooting about effective field goal percentage 50% uh, 50 from the field. That's okay. 60% from the rim. He's shooting, though, from corner threes, 67%, and all of his threes, 32%. So that's pretty damn good. His mid-range game this year is really improving. All right, He's about 50% from the mid-range, and that's top 20% in the league. So if Jalen can continue to get his offense 
where the team is is giving it to him, that mid-range, open threes, coming off screens, getting to the uh, rim downhill, mm, in transition, Jalen Suggs is going to be all right, ladies and gentlemen. Are you feeling that? Let Help me out here. I'm alone. I don't have peace here. I need your help in the comments. And Is what I'm saying making sense? What did you see? And, of course, on the defensive side of the ball, there's no questions. There's no questions about Jalen Suggs. Jeff Turner said it best. The man is everywhere and anywhere. It reminded me of that movie title, Everywhere, every, Anywhere, Everywhere, All at Once. That, that was Jalen Suggs tonight. It's a great film, by the way, as the opposite of that you know, Wednesday nonsense. Everywhere, all at once. He had a career-high five steals tonight. There was a beautiful sequence for, for Suggs where he dives to the ball with Harden, hustle play, gets that like deflection, dives to the ball, gets the ball, um, gets down to the other end. He gets a rebound. He, the re, uh, Joel Embiid gets the rebound. He steals it from Joel Embiid, goes up and gets the and one. That, for me, was Jalen Suggs in a nutshell. Amazing. So let's not, I know some of you may have shared my concern, and I'm not saying that concern's gone away, but let's stick with the young man. I think we got some good things coming from Jalen Suggs. He's looking much more confident, and man, if he can continue to grow, this second unit is looking like something else. Bowl with another off game, not even going to go there. We got DMPs from some of the same guys that we haven't seen. Caleb Houston, Mo Bamba, RJ Hampton, T. Ross. What are you thinking is going on with that? We've got uh, eight days till the trade deadline now, about a week. Go out, go back and check our episode 37 trade deadline videos or drop your ideas here, what you think is going to happen. Man, it has been, though, outside of this loss, the Magic were supposed to get us a win. We hit today. 1,000 subscribers on YouTube, and that is so much in thanks to you all, ladies and gentlemen. It means the world to us. It's a milestone we've been working towards for a while, so thank you, thank you, thank you so much. We're on our way to monetization, and in a couple months, you're probably going to have to hit those, skip through those ads, although I think if you watch them, then it actually is better for us, so maybe just leave them running, but again, thank you so much. It's been a hilarious ride. We've had fun doing this, and we couldn't do it without you. I, I guess we would be doing it, but then it just it wouldn't have the same feel. We're really creating a, a community in this magic ecosystem. We've got a great community on the rise here, as they say, kingdom on the rise, and we're just so happy to be along for the ride. Hey, come along for the ride on February 23rd, Thursday, when we're playing the Pistons down at Amway. We're doing Court Cousins Night. A bunch of you have already bought tickets. Make sure you get in. I ordered more jerseys today, so hopefully they get in. I ordered four more jerseys to just give away to people. So get your tickets. They're at a discount. We're going on the court after to cut down the net. You get a little piece of that net, a little piece of magic lore, and it's going to be a good time. We'll meet up for some cervezas before. We're all going to just hang out. We want you there. We want you there, Second Cousins. Fivo.me backslash Court Cousins. Thanks for liking and subscribing. If you haven't, go check out the old episodes. Peach and I are going to be recording episode 38 in the next couple days, so keep a lookout for that over the weekend. And let me know. Help me out in the comments. What would you think about this game? I'm pretty happy with splitting one and one with Philadelphia. That That's a good outcome for me for these two games because after we lost um, to Chicago and Miami – 
coming into Philadelphia, I was getting a little worried. Man, can we drop four straight here? We could have, but we didn't. We split. Now we're going into another tough game in Minnesota on Friday. Then we've got Charlotte and then New York. Um, Denver and Miami and Chicago and Toronto get us into the all-star break. And then coming back from that, we've got Detroit and Indiana. A bunch of Eastern Conference teams, some that we're chasing in the standings. So if we're going to make a run at getting to the play-in, got to start now. Got to start now. Continue now because we're, what, 16-12 and um, in the last 28. So we've got to stay above 500 and hope we get some luck with some teams ahead of us losing or maybe at the trade deadline changing their trajectory of their squad. We'll see what happens. But as always, it's been real. Let me know how you felt about this game and, and what you're looking forward to coming up. Thanks, everyone. Peace.